Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, everyone in between and beyond. My name is Taylor, and welcome back to the Overachieved Podcast, episode 17. Why are we here? Just to suffer. Joining me today for technically the third time, because our first shot at this kind of messed up. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Ardosti, for that one. Uh, is the always wonderful, always talented, Voodoo a.k.a. David. Welcome, David. Hello, folks. Words that kill, but you speak them to me. How are you? <laughs> Very small, thank you. Really, uh, I'm excited to do this again. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> I was, was not expecting our, our next session to be quite so soon, but that's all right. What a joy. Um, for those of you watching or listening at home, uh, if I sound a little different, I have a bit of a sore throat, it's fine. Uh, but yeah, just if I, if I sound different or sound strange for any reason, uh, that is why. Okay. okay, that being said, David, what, uh, what game are you going to be showcasing for us today. So we're going to be talking about the follow-up to Metal Gear Solid 5 Ground Zeroes. This time it's going to be the Phantom Pain. That's the PS4 version. It uh, released nine, oh no, actually eight years ago now in September of 2015. Um, it's a stealth action game where you play as the legendary Big Boss as you seek to hunt down those that destroyed your former mercenary organization alongside your comrades in the current one, the Diamond Dogs. Hmm, okay. Now, uh, again, for the audience at home, I have never fully played a Metal Gear Solid game. I've played a handful of a few of them, and even that was just the intro. Uh, even Metal Gear Solid Five, I do own, but I've only played as far as the first mission, got completely lost for two hours, and decided, eh, it's not for me. <laughs> That's all the appeal in this. So, uh, I'm coming at this very much with the perspective of an outsider to the series. Uh, but funnily enough, I did plan this episode to come out on the release date of the Metal Gear Solid uh are they calling it just Master Collection? Master Collection Volume 1, I believe. Yeah, okay, so it is the remaster to Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, and 3. I in hopes of just kind of being a, a tribute to those games, um, as many of them, when they originally launched, did not have achievements. That being said, David, what is your experience with the Metal Gear Solid franchise? So I have been exposed to it since I was about 12. Like, my uncle had a PS2 that... He left at my grandparents' house, and one summer I got to sit down and play the damn thing. I'm like, oh, what the heck is this? This is pretty damn addictive. So th that was my first exposure, and I think since then I've followed it semi-fervently. Kind of trailed off okay. as uh, as we reached the end of Kojima's tenure there, but... Yeah, I've been a, I've been yeah, a, that's totally a clo close to lifelong fan, at least, so... Okay. Now, actually, on the note of Kojima's uh, unfortunate departure... And Konami's terrible handling. Did you ever play Metal Gear Solid Survive? I never did. No, I, I looked at the trailer and was like, I know what they're going for here, and I, I want no part of this. <laughs> that's that's very fair. Okay. It's got some neat concepts. Uh, no. Yeah. How did now I need to I need to clarify something because I can't remember. Is Metal Gear Solid 5 supposed to be a prequel to Metal Gear Solid 1? Because I've heard fan theories. It does take place beforehand. It actually takes place before okay. Metal Gear 1. To be uh, precise, so. Oh. oh, so is there a difference between a Metal Gear and a Metal Gear Solid? Yeah, me well, I mean, they, they all star Solid Snake. Metal Gear okay. takes place. I, I forget where it. I think it's the Outer Heaven Uprising, where you play as Solid Snake, just like you do in Metal Gear Solid, and you take down Big Boss in that one. And then again in Metal mm -hmm. Gear Two, and I, I believe Metal Gear Solid was almost like a revival of the series for the PS uh, PlayStation there. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I understand now. So it continues and just to the clarify canon. for, yeah, okay. And just to clarify for those again watching, listening at home, Metal Gear just refers to like the big robots they have, right? The, the bipedal tank, yeah. Why is it always bipedal? Hey, I've no, it, it's cool, man. That's it. <laughs> it's just like Hal says in I one mean, of them. 
like I don't know, like they look cool. Don't get me wrong. I'm never the I was never the biggest fan of X, so it never appealed to me personally. But nature and evolution have shown us bipedal is a very restrictive form of movement. And when you have the freedom to make a tank of any shape or variety, there are much more efficient ways that we've even seen in like Armored Core Six. Yeah. And I, I, one of the scientists in the so games weird. goes into it and says, because it looks cool, that's why it's... Oh my, of course, Kojima, yep. of course. I think they, they address the issues with the bipedal locomotion in Metal Gear Solid Five, in fact, with some uh, very lovely uh, reasoning there, so... Okay, then. Yeah, it sounds like it. Uh, can you give us just a quick uh, breakdown of the gameplay for those who may be listening but not watching? Yeah, it, it's mostly stealth action, so it involves you sneaking around, taking out enemies as, well, as stealthily as possible, but in a, a departure from the last ones, it actually encourages you to maybe think outside the box and, hey, if you want to go all guns blazing, you can do, but there will be consequences. There'll be consequences to a stealthy route as well. So it, it really uh, promoted freedom of gameplay. And a huge part of it is like a base building. You're kind of always developing your army, your assets, your tools and you're the base from which you deploy. Mm-hmm. So, okay, um... I know I've already asked you this, but since we last recorded, like, two days ago, have you had any interest in checking out the uh, Splinter Cell series or that, like, its mix of action and stealth gameplay? I... What's the word I say? I, I know I played it once, and I was somewhat interested when they were showing off the gameplay for one that was oh goodness it must have been 2009 i think <laughs> i was only interested because oh they had they, they, they inc- that one yeah they incorporated the the titles and credits or mission parameters into the environment i thought that was clever but beyond that mm. no I've, I've not had any uh real interest eh? oh that would have been i think splinter cell conviction possibly yeah but yeah because i remember i remember those title screens yeah they were really like heavily and well integrated into the set dressing, which I thought was awesome. I, I thought that was very uh, that clever, one, yeah. That one was brutal in terms of like the quote-unquote interrogation scenes. Oh, I don't think I could stomach that. <laughs> well, it's like, it didn't show much blood or anything, but it's like, oh, you know, you, this guy isn't talking, take him over to the urinal and just like smash his head through the <laughs> urinal or smash his head through the sink or smash his head into a piano. It was a lot of just head smashing into miscellaneous objects in the environment as a way to encourage them to talk. A lot of styrofoam, uh... What's the word? Fixtures. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, well, if you want them to talk, why are you potentially A, damaging their brain, C, breaking their jaw? <laughs> How are the, they going uh, to talk about it? It's the WWE method of, uh, information extraction. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, I also wanted to ask, because this is something I thought about, would you ever want, like, a a spin-off series, if it was helmed by Kojima and Kojima Productions, that was just, like, a base-building game, kind of like a farming sim, similar to Stardew or the numerous others that are coming out, but, again, with the flavor of Metal Gear Solid and just an expanded, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, repertoire of building mechanics? I would be interested. I mean, the Stranger Things have happened in Metal Gear. Of course, they had Metal Gear Acid, which was the, uh, the card-based game. For the PSP, okay, Metal Gear Acid 1 2, and wait, I, I enjoyed that. So, yeah, it, it was uh, stealth and also it was tile based, and you used a variety of different cards to execute your actions. So, I'm always up for like strange gameplay styles with franchises. Okay. 
That's why would they make a card game based? On, what? Hey, it, they were like, hey, we've got this strange new portable console. Let's do something different, and they did something different. It was <laughs> it was really neat. I remember the second one came with uh, 3D goggles that you placed over the PSP. Huh? It, it almost like a uh, an eclipse viewer. What in the actual hell? <laughs> yeah, it was it was a different time, man. They could take some risks. Apparently, oh my god! <laughs> now I kind of want this. Ah, uh, okay. You know what? Now I have. Okay, this is a complete spinoff. Have you ever played the games Hand of Fate or Hand of Fate Two? I have not. No. Okay, so they're little like indie action brawlers, uh, third-person action games where the cards you take into the encounter are like your weapons, your armor. And what skills you have for that particular combat encounter. I see. It's very much a roguelike style, but now all I'm picturing is a base building sim to help you get new cards. And then um, semi-randomly generated missions where you have to take Snake, but the only equipment, allies, and stuff you have is the cards that you had in your deck. <laughs> get this man aligned to Konami, man. We need this. Uh, we need an Acid 3. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And I'd, I'd be hey, down wait, for Konami wait. to like make a new Metal Gear game if they handled it well, but... Do you think they would, though? Like, how much of... I'll, I'll have to wait for the much... Metal Gear Solid 3 remake, and I'll have to see how they handled that in some fashion. I mean, because a lot of Kojima's issues, I think, stem from his inability to curtail himself, so potentially, if they got the right person to continue with the vision, it could work, but... Okay. That being said, he brings a lot of interesting flavor to the, uh, the franchise. It is his, after all, Yeah, so. I can imagine. Now, I can... I'm, I'm curious, as, like... From your perspective as a fan, how much do you think could be done without his, say, I guess, create uncontrolled creative genius versus how much of it can be attributed to just Konami being able to interpret and put it into an actual game? What? I mean, because we've got a lot of material to work with and we, we have a lot of tone and style to reference. But you're right, mm -hmm. I, I, you got to wonder how much of that can only be done by him specifically, eh? Well, I mean, look at Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. That was made by Platinum. It wasn't helmed by Kojima, as far as I understand it. Yeah. And I don't know how much of that was his ideas. Yeah, I don't know how much... I, I don't know if he took just a supervisory role on that or what, but, I mean, that was a, a roaring success for me, so... So, yeah, I'd be curious to see what they do with it, because clearly they didn't care if Metal Gear Solid survived. That's pretty evident. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you couldn't find the right person or the right fan community to really build out something... Yeah, uh, if they proper. can do it with Sonic, I think they can do it with Metal Gear. They just need to keep keep a vision in check and give it that vibe, eh? So. Mm -hmm. That would make sense. Just okay, I've, I've, got gonna... I've got Death Stranding 2 to look forward to for the time being. <laughs> we'll get as crazy as there. And yep. There will be in another independent episode on Death Stranding and many other games uh, yet to come with David, so I hope you guys are looking forward to that. Oh, that baby. being said, we should probably get back to the game <laughs> hand here. Uh... How many achievements does uh, the Phantom Pain have? It has 43 achievements, all told. Okay, okay, so about about the average. I found that throughout my experience in doing this, the average is anywhere between 40 to 50. Yeah, uh, it seems about right for the ones I've done, less. Yeah. Okay. Now, another, another spinoff question, just because um, I didn't want to... I wanted to derail this even further. What stopped you from getting all achievements in Ground Zeroes? Oh no, I got all achievements in Ground Zeroes. Oh. I did, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Did you want to make this a combo episode or not? Oh, we can do, yeah. It's like I said, okay, right, I, I can, let, let me pull up the information on Grand Zeros because there's a lot of fun missions in that, but. I mean, that... Sorry, it's just when yeah, you'd, when you said you'd gotten all for Phantom Paint, I just kind of assumed you hadn't for Ground Zero. No, no, that was my. Uh... I think I might have downplayed it because there's no platinum involved, but it a. Uh... I certainly did get all achievements. So. Um, was this like when you first started playing Metal Gear Solid Five? Uh, I should say I'm just gonna call it Phantom Paint and Ground Zeroes because they're both five. Um. Was it in your first playthrough, did you try to go for all achievements, or did you kind of decide later on that you were going to do it? No, I think that was my intention. Having went through Ground Zeroes, got to grips with the gameplay, I think it was... I kind of had that inspiration from Ground Zeroes that I was going to all achievement this. Because initially I wasn't sure if I'd enjoy Ground Zeroes, and it turns out I did, and I did enough to get all achievements, and I was like, well, you know what, let me carry this fever into, uh, into the Phantom Pain. Fair enough, fair enough, okay. Um, now, have you returned to Phantom Pain since getting all achievements? I, I think I may have done briefly just to, like, mess around with some DLC and fiddle around as I used to do in uh, open like open world games as a kid, but... Okay. Yeah, not not quite as extensively. I, I may have the chance to soon, though, so... Or eventually. Fair enough. Fair enough, okay. Now... <laughs> <laughs> how, I, I'm laughing only. Because, we're laughing only because we already know the answer. How long did it take you to get all the shoes? <laughs> so, with, with a bit of research, it took me uh, 311 hours, all told. <laughs> and that was is just insane. To I know me. that was from the the launch day until two and a half months later in uh, November 2015. And like I said, I know that's, okay. that seems now, quite astounding. It, it was astounding to me because I was convinced, like I said in the last time. I'd only taken 150, I'd taken double that in a wee bit, so... Mm -hmm. Now, for the viewers at home, can you just give us a breakdown of, of kind of what you'd be doing in those 300 hours? So, obviously I'd be going through the main story, I'd be going through the 50-something side ops in the game. In addition to that, I'd be recruiting soldiers, developing my army, trapping animals, uh, developing my base, like, uh, sort of developing gear, you name it, that sort of thing, and also procuring uh, tapes and um, extra intel, which also further the plot and contribute to that 100% goal. Okay, fair enough. Now, the only thing that seems out of place to me there is the animals. Um, and I know we talked about it a bit in the in episode 10, Eye of the Beholder. Link for that will be in the description down below. Please check it out. Uh, David was awesome in that episode. But what is up with the animals? Let me take... Cause for in my memory, I only saw them as cosmetic, but there is a chance that they contribute in sort of uh, cosmetic ways, so emblems and camouflage sort of things. Okay, because I know they do have an achievement tied to them, but I, do, but yeah, I didn't know if they made a gameplay difference. I, I, I couldn't recall. Like I said, I, I imagine they gave you some kind of decal or asset to use in the emblem creator. Hmm, okay. And I, I think they give you... um. They, I think they give you GDP as well when you collect them. Oh, okay, and that was the currency. Yeah. Okay. We'll be we'll be getting to that one soon. <laughs> it's just because you said let's see, so I was kind of just letting you do your thing. Oh, that's my bad. Yeah, no, I. Uh, yeah, from what I can tell, it's uh, it's only GDP points and for the dragon rights, eh? Okay, so just just currency and like, hey, look at my cool thing. Look at Animals. my cool things. Yeah. What we're all here for is the achievement. Yes. 
<laughs> I, I think each animal you Fair net, enough. you get a significant amount of uh, GDP for, depending on their uh, rarity, so. Okay. Fair enough. Now, okay, so I'm I'm going to talk about this in a little bit. Uh, rather, you know, what? no, let's. I'll will come back to this one. Uh, <laughs> what were the hardest and easiest achievements for you? Let's start with the easiest. So easiest, like I mentioned, was uh, the one you obtained by completing the prologue. Now, <laughs> we'd gotten into the fact that hey, maybe some people you know dipped before the end of the prologue, but again, for me, mm. that was just a given. That was a that was a free gimme for the uh, the player there. Okay. And that, apparently that was been okay, achieved so. by 90.56 players, so you're not wrong. Uh, several people have dipped prior, so... And it's, on Steam, it's uh, achieved by 89.3 players. Incredible. <laughs> so on average, about close to 10% of people don't finish the prologue. Unfathomable. I, I can't believe it. Now, for context, I have a whopping three achievements. I have the prologue, uh, the captured an outpost or guard post and completed the phantom limb mission look at this, this fancy guy done. look at this <laughs> <laughs> but there's a significant drop off between uh the so capture an enemy outpost is 84 percent, and then phantom limb is 78 percent. the next one is 72 which then drops down to 67 and just gets lower and lower. Wow, yeah, I'm looking at the uh, all, all the achievements you get for all of these story missions. Of course, it's like 90, then 77, then 58, then 48. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, it, even though it's the easiest, there is still a not insignificant number of people who have not. That That's that quite a few, yeah, for how much this game sold, you know, it's like... Okay, now moving on, what do you think is the hardest achievement? Uh, hardest would be getting all of the uh, missions with an S rank. And for me, that okay, was what just... what do you have to do to get the S rank? So you have to go through every mission, and I think it might include every side op as well, with uh, an S okay. rank, which is tied to time, funnily enough. Not necessarily stealth and weapon retention, it's all about time. So you're effectively you have to be a speedrunner. You have to you have to whip in whip out. That's it. Man, I I know a lot of people that are good at whipping it out. Just not always <laughs> the best times. Uh, <laughs> His name is Snake. No. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so why is why is it so tied to to completion like speed of completion and not like say enemies captured or objectives met? Why is it? Why do you think it's just? Be, gotta be gotta be a speedy boy beats me like i say there there are points involved in no kills and no combat alerts but you can breeze through all of that and this is, must be down to the developers just by speeding it that's that is the biggest factor in obtaining that rank eh? hmm so another follow-up question do you think uh the fact that konami like uh publishes and sometimes develops sonic that that had an influence on their criteria for what should achieve an S rank. Oh, beats me, man. Am I, am I right in thinking it's Sega that publishes Sonic, or do they... Uh... Oh, you know what? You are right. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> Trick I, question. I, we got him. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to chalk it up to me being just, like, a little bit sick and a little bit out of it. I don't blame uh, you, man. I don't blame podcast. you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, wow. <laughs> That's... Oh, boy. Um, okay, okay, so which is the faster route, do you think, then? Is, like, is it going completely stealth, or is it just going in guns blazing and just shooting everyone well, who gets in your way? I think th there's a combination of techniques, depending on what mission you're on. There is one mission where you can just sit in the chopper, take out these radar installations, and dip, and that 
that's it. Everyone knows you're there, and everyone's firing at you. There's no... You can kill the enemies, like, you're gonna... You, there's about to be some collateral damage there. But you just go in, breeze through these towers, and that's it. So it, there, oh, there is a combination so of factors, yeah. If there, there's a, a, a gimmick called a reflex mode, which sort of sends you into slow time if an enemy spots you, if you turn that off, that automatically nets you 10,000 points towards that total, too, so... Okay, and how many points do you think on average you would need for... Uh... Ooh, oh, I couldn't tell you. Okay. It may vary per mission, but there's there's okay. an easy sort of freebie right there for you if you're skilled enough. Mm -hmm. right? What do you think were the least and most fun? Let's go. Let's go with least first, so we can always uh, kind of ramp it up a bit. So least, I would say, is the prosperity achievement, and that involves an attaining what I thought was a very a large amount of GMP of uh, ten million. And mm -hmm. I have since discovered, thanks to uh, our prior recording, that that is really a drop in the pan compared to what you spend on the base. I'm sorry, did you say a drop in the pan? Yes. Okay, I've... See, I've always heard the expression as it's a drop in the bucket, implying, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's a drop within this large, uh, usually vertical, not so much horizontal container, whereas a pan to me strikes me as much more shallow. I don't Interest know. Okay. Oh. Yes, drop in the pan. And for me, uh, to... Explain the context of that. A pan to me is like a saucepan, so a, uh, a pot for uh, North America. See, now to me, like a saucepan is just when I think of saucepan, I think like the the wider but more shallow version of a pot. Okay, curious. So what would you call that then? Like if it, if it was like the the kind of wider but then the more shallow, you kind of like you would make pancakes or, or like steak. I think I would still call it a pan. I think I would still call it a pan there. <laughs> okay, so you just call a pan either a pan or sometimes you call a pot a pan. Yeah, I think if, if I have a big thing, I'll, I might call it a pot. I think it depends on the, <laughs> the width. <laughs> okay, okay. Depends on the, uh, the diameter of the uh, utensil in question, right? So. Mm hmm. Okay, okay. But getting away from that, yeah, that's the... Uh... That threw me off so much. <laughs> like, what is this guy talking about? This is a... This man's yeah, crazy. I was like, hang on. Like, I kind of figured you meant the same thing, uh, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, let's say, it's prosperity, and I think it was only... Sort of, it only ranks as the least fun for me, is because I, I did it early, when I, I really mm. could have just gone through the game... And attained that much anyway. Fair enough. And it, it, it was the just the the grind of going into a certain mission and faulting all of these containers and resetting and going back in. So, mm -hmm. so it was my own fault. Now, but that was it. <laughs> Do you think it would be easier to get more currency on like a later mission, or was this like the optimal way to get it? I, I don't. You know, I think. Just because I was so eager to get it, I don't think it was optimal. I think I just wanted that achievement now. <laughs> it was just, I don't know what the hell I was thinking. I, I think I would usually just let that be part of the flow of the gameplay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I, I may have also been doing it in order to develop my base further as well. So I may have just achieved it as a secondary objective. Makes sense. Okay. Okay, now how far into the game were you when you decided to start grinding uh, all this currency? Like, were you post-game? Were you mid-game? Oh, no, mid -game? I, think I was mid-game, I think. Okay. I think I, think I was, I was going for an RPG-esque grind so I could coast. 
equipment-wise. Mm, I think that may gotcha. have been my motivation, yeah. Oh, okay, I understand now. Okay, so what was the most fun for you then? So the most fun was, again, the S-rank achievement. Just because you get okay. to really work the old noodle and get a lot of fun out of missions that you would ordinarily just stick to one playstyle for. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Like, if I had my way, it'd be all stealth, so, but with this, you had to think, oh crap, I have to get over here quickly, quickly, quickly. Oh, perhaps I can obtain another achievement or a mission objective to add to the point to also perhaps what I lack in time I make up for in skill, you know? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Now, would you call yourself kind of like a score chaser, like someone who wants to get the S rank on a lot of missions if it's available, or did you do it kind of because of uh, the achievement? I think it was just my love for this game in particular. That that was my motivation. Okay. <laughs> I don't yeah. I don't ordinarily try and go for that, but I think that the gameplay lent itself to my enjoyment of that. That makes sense. Um, have you ever played? Uh, Oh god, Devil May Cry, that's the series I'm looking for. I have played, yes, I've played all of those, yeah. Okay, so are you a score chaser in that one too, or is it an example of you just didn't love it as much, you weren't vibing, ah. you weren't like, I gotta get that triple S? Well, I think the game is fun enough on its own without having to get necessarily an S, but I know in Devil May Cry 5, they 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 lock the vocals of, a sound, of the soundtrack behind those ranks, right? So... And that one, I was yeah, super amped to get it. I was like, yes, okay. If I do well, I'm getting this wonderful soundtrack, which is already good, but when you add the vocals to it, that gets it even more pumped up, right? So. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. Fair enough, fair enough. It, it's nice to know that you, you follow your passion, but you don't just do it for everyone. Oh, no, not, not every single one, no. Okay. So, what do you think is the rarest achievement on the list for Phantom Pain? I think the rarest is the one I just mentioned again, is that executed one, eh? Okay, I, I can see that. Yeah, because you, you may not enjoy grinding the same mission over and over again. If, if you're not doing too well, you, you might get a bit sweaty and uh, decide to quit, eh? So. Mm-hmm. Now, is there, like, a mission select screen, or do you have to do it just, like, on a brand new save file? No, there, there, is, a, there is a mission select screen, yeah. You can choose anyone you want, and if you're in the post-game, anytime you want, so... Okay, that's good. Now, does that also include the side ops? Because you were mentioning that the mission. I believe it does. I think you can include the side ops in that as well. Okay, thank God. Yeah. Cool. Because, <laughs> yeah, there are some games where that is a that is a major problem with like either minimal mission select or the mission select doesn't count towards achievements or like no new game plus mode. It's just it's rough. No, they they were very forgiving in uh in that aspect. So. Okay, that's. That's good to hear. <laughs> so, is there an achievement that you would think you would want to remove from the game? I would remove Infiltration, only because it relies on the multiplayer side of things being right. up, where you yep. have to infiltrate someone else's base, right? So, if they take down those servers, that's you getting out of it. So, oh, only for the practical purposes of being denied a, an all-achievement status, eh? Okay, that makes sense. Now, is there a way, like, if if the servers are still online for you to designate who you invade? Like, could you and your buddy just set this up where your buddy plays and then you invade their base and vice versa? You potentially could. I think you could cheese it that okay. way, yeah. But there's... There, okay, so it's not just, like, a random miscellaneous matchmaking I, you can potentially choose. I don't believe so. I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But again, again, I didn't have anyone else who was playing this alongside me at the time, but I think you can. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. Um, now, is there an action or way of playing that you think should have an official achievement? 
Yeah, I, I was thinking about this, and of course, I prefer the stealthy way, which is kind of at odds with the approach the game takes, which is do it any way you want. But I would like to see a no alerts achievement for each sort of main mission, for example. That would be fun, okay. but it would take away the philosophy behind the game, so I understand why there wasn't one, right? I'm surprised there isn't one already. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it, it adds to your point total for S ranks. So I know there's certainly that, so it ties into mm -hmm. it. But again, you can make That's it up so for that weird. with time and whoever, whatever else they so. And it, just to kind of, you know, uh, piggyback off your off of your suggestion, I, I think what might be cool as well for those players who don't want to go stealthy, um, have an achievement where you don't go longer than, say, I don't know, a minute without an alarm being set be once you constant find, havoc, uh, yeah. In an, like, in an enemy area. Because I know there's a lot of spaces between enemy encampments sometimes. But yeah, just like this constant alert status. And I, I could see that being a lot of fun. Even, even if it's just like between mission mode, because you can traverse the the uh, the map of Afghanistan and what I assume to be Zaire in free okay. mode. So it potentially like like sustaining an alert for a, a set amount of time would be neat. Mm-hmm. And then too, you could have just like an achievement for getting both of them. Um, and again, I don't know the lore, so just pick pick some characters that mirror each other, whether that's Twin Snakes, just I know that's one of the game titles, yep. or uh, characters that would embody the ideas of either always alert or always stealth. I can see that being a lot of fun. Have, yeah, that'd be be interesting. Again, I can, I'm coming out with this with a completely outsider perspective, so I can't really comment on a lot of the, the inside jokes or like, <laughs> oh, this would be a cool Easter egg or something like that. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll get into that with Ground Zeroes, is it? There's a, there's okay. a few in Phantom Pain, but Grand Zero has really laid it on thick with the uh, the fan service, eh? So. Okay. Interesting. So are you able to softlock yourself out of any achievements? I was never able to. I don't think you can. Okay, that's good. Yeah. It may be possible to. Fair enough. Now, how many times do you need to play the game to get all achievements? So, the game ends in a permanent state of post-game, which includes a few new missions and the ability to play all the old missions, right? So, mm -hmm. you don't, you're not technically starting over, but you will have to go through missions over and over again in order to get that S-Rank. So it could be a few times, technically. Fair enough. Okay. Now, uh, just... I, I meant to bring this up earlier. Uh, I did look up on howlongtobeat.com, you know, how long it should take to get all achievements. Out of everyone they polled, they did say 180 to 200 hours, which to me is still bananas, but it does put that 300-hour mark in, in better perspective, so you don't just think that David was just twiddling his thumbs for, like, 100 hours. Um, I've been so role-playing the I entire throw time, that up there. <laughs> uh, just for, for our audience, they don't, like, they don't think, oh, he spent 300 hours. There's no way it's that long. Like, it is genuinely close to that long. It can be that long. It can be. And... You know, of course, people lie on the internet. They say, oh, I did it, you know, 150 hours instead of the, I don't know, like 250 they probably spent. So I think 300 is a much more accurate picture than some people would care to admit on how long it takes. <laughs> it took it threw me for a loop when I looked it up again. I was like, well, I did this eight years ago. How long did that take me? Oh, crap. <laughs> so does the game give you any sort of like in-game reward? or anything for the actions to get the achievements, if not the achievements themselves? Certainly the actions, because I believe in the process of getting those achievements, you're also obtaining like costumes and 
new uh, equipment, that sort of thing. So yes, I, I believe you, you are rewarded through the game itself, but not necessarily for the achievements. Okay. What kind of rewards do you get then for like the actions that you take? Ooh, what do you get? I think uh, there may be costume options. I know that. What else do we get? I think it's uh, also uh, music tapes, that sort of thing. Okay. Now, don't the costumes just amount to like different hats for Snake? I, I think they're yeah they do, but they also have like a function as well, right? Mm. Yeah, I believe Wait, some prevent like uh, alerts if you want to take things a bit easy, that sort of thing. Oh yeah, doesn't the chicken hat do that? I think it does. Yeah. Okay, I, I know like I know miscellaneous bits and pieces because of the internet, so I'm not a hundred percent versed in this. Yeah, so I, I I'm trying to think if I ever used the chicken hat. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> really enjoying the look of it, but I, I can't right, remember using enough. the damn thing, so... <laughs> Isn't there an achievement for putting it on, like, an achievement that makes fun of you? I don't think there is. I wish there was. I know there's a lot of games like that, where they, like, the game will make fun of you for going, like, an easy mode. Oh, there's the one in, uh, Nier Automata, where you get the, uh, the achievement for looking up 2 be skirt at some point. Oh, god, yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you somehow, like, get past the camera trick that, she, like, kicks oh. the camera away. They're like, oh, There's you did it. also one in Lollipop Chainsaw for that. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cracking. Oh, my goodness. Because yeah, I know, like... like oh. To be actively Sorry, kicks the camera away, right? If you try to look up. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess you can break past it and get one, so... So, what about what about Snake? Is there is there uh, an achievement for looking at him in, in booty shorts or something? I don't know. Like, you're looking at his booty the whole time, which Meg's... My partner frequently complimented him on, but... I, th I think that's just an, that's oh no that that's uh something to enjoy in and of itself. There's no achievement for that. You're just getting it. Fair <laughs> enough. It's there. I'm know? just glad they didn't put one in for like staring at quiet for too long. Oh, I know. Yeah, and that's that's because that's that's the sort of thing I would expect if achievements were if this came out in the PS2 era and it, mm -hmm. achievements were there for that. Because <laughs> I know you can make Wait, the. Do they uh, have I think in Metal Gear 2 you can make. Hostages uncomfortable for staring at them while you're sneaking around. Oh, because I know there was you can get a line of um, dialogue over your your calm thing. I don't remember which Metal Gear it is. Uh, when you open the lockers and they're like, there's like that pinup girl on the inside. If you stare at her oh, for that's long, right. <laughs> they call you. <laughs> they'll be like, Snake, you got to get back to work. <laughs> Focus on the mission, like, Snake. Why? <laughs> why? Because <laughs> that's. Just... <laughs> Oh god! So there's nothing like that in this game. Uh, thankfully, not. No, <laughs> there isn't. Good. I I, I think uh, it, it came out at the right time for us to move past that a bit, except for quiet, obviously. So. Okay. Okay. Um. So do do the achievements themselves feel rewarding in like what you do? Um. I yeah, I would say just getting to play the game itself was rewarding, and having the achievements be piggybacking on that is. In itself, a reward, but I, I don't think uh, there are any that kind of obstruct your enjoyment of the game, which for me is all I would ask okay. for out of, a, out of an achievement there, so. That's fair. Okay. Now, do you think it. Does it feel like Kojima or the devs cared about the achievements? Again, I, I think they, they, they've never felt like they, there was something to be cared about. I, I think the best you can hope for with an achievement is is this impeding my fun in any way? Okay. So in yeah. that sense, I think they cared about the player when they weren't putting in arbitrary achievements, like, oh, shoot this amount of bullets, or kill this amount of guards, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do any of them have, like, interesting names, or, like, Easter egg names, anything like that? And I, 
I, I think, looking at it, I don't think they do. They're all pretty generic in terms of what their name is. There's nothing real humorous or Easter, Easter egg-y, I should say. Okay. Because I know that's how some developers, like, they they show their pride and passion. They put in, like, an interesting, like, Easter egg name or, like, a picture. Uh, again, we did discuss some of the pictures of the Metal Gear Solid Five achievements over on the uh, episode 10 of the podcast. Please go check that out. And I'll make sure to put this at the beginning of the episode as well. Uh, make sure you check out David on A, the art table, and B, Voodoo on almost all social medias. Uh, he's a phenomenal artist. Oh, Please, by it. all means, uh, give give his work a good look over and potentially hit him up if you're interested in the commission. That being said, all commissions are between you and him. I'm in no way involved. So please understand that David reserves every right to decide when, how much, and if he does your commission. Beauty. That being said, let's, uh, <laughs> let's get back to it. Um... Do you, so we already know that it requires you to 100% uh, in the game to, to get all achievements. That's correct, yeah. Do the achievements feel unique for like the genre of the stealth action, or in stealth action genre, or even the Metal Gear genre as a franchise as a whole? I, I would not know, given this is the... I think apart from Rising, this is the only other Metal Gear game I've played with achievements. Okay. Yeah. But uh, like I said, I Wait, think about, they seem... What about Ground Zeroes? Ground Zeroes, uh, actually, they're pretty much identical. Yeah, it's, you know, clear all missions, S rank, that sort of thing. Okay. Ground Zeroes got to play with itself... Play with itself. It got to play with uh, <laughs> what you do in the game <laughs> a little bit. So that there's some sort of more unique ones in there, but not by okay. much, so... I'm looking forward to discussing that. Oh right. yeah. All right. Um, did you did you use any guides for Phantom Pain, or did you kind of just do it all pro bono? Oh no, I I, I used a couple of guides, uh, mostly from Gosu Noob, which was quite handy, and then uh, I think for the Obtain All Animals achievement, there was a YouTube video which included placement of traps or what you needed to do to get every specific animal, because some are quite tricky. Fair enough. What do you think is the like the most difficult animal to find? Uh, the most difficult, I. I I'm assuming it's the most difficult because it's the most uh, rewarding is the Suchinoko, the cryptid of Japan, which you, for some reason, find in Africa. Wait, what? Yeah, it's like it's like a fat snake, if you've ever uh, seen one. Yes, I, I know a little bit because I'm a filthy weeb. Um, <laughs> why would you find it in Africa, though? Beats me. I mean, you can find it in uh, in the Russian jungles in 3, I believe. So. What? Huh? It's just there, you know, it's a little, just, a wee easter egg for you. A wee chubby easter egg. Why not just set it, like, a mission in the Japanese mountains, and that's where you find it. Like, <laughs> it's a Japanese cryptid. Why Why would you put it in another, like, Russia makes more sense to me than Africa, because they're not, like, they're not, not that close, far away, yeah. sir. So it's just, what? Ah, a cryptid will do what it wants, really. It's like uh, the Trooper I Cover, guess man, so. yeah. So how do you capture this cryptid? Like, is there is it one of the ones that you have to, like, trank? Or is it when you can set a trap? It's for? one you have to set a trap for, and I think you have to set it in a specific place within this African oh. map. Huh. Yeah, there, so there's, like, there's some me. very precise points on the map which you need to put a trap in. It's not a very broad area. Okay. So has this whole experience, you know, getting 100%, getting all achievements, um, changed the way you look at the game? Like, do you regret doing it? Do you, are you happy you did it? No regrets. I mean, it, it got me to look at it a bit differently than I normally would a Metal Gear game. Like, I, I don't always go for the most sort of rewarding way to play, like whether it's point-wise or title-wise at the end, because you often get like a little uh, rank at each uh, the end of each one. So it, it got me to think mm -hmm. a little differently 
as to how I would play a Metal Gear game, which is a lot of fun. Okay, that's nice. Okay. Now, in, this is arguably the most important question. Would you recommend others go for the all achievements, and what kind of players do you think would or would not enjoy um, the experience? I would recommend it wholeheartedly. Like, there's not a ton of AFK grind, really, mm -hmm. and if you don't enjoy... I don't want to say grind, but if you don't enjoy honing your skills on these missions over and over again, then it's not really for you. If you just like to go through the story and be done, then then that's it. Okay. Yeah, you have to have a love Fair for enough. the mechanics of the game and the way the, the enemies behave. Yeah. Um, now, do you think someone who is not, like, deep into the Metal Gear franchise or deep into the lore, or maybe uh, is experiencing this game for, like, as their first entry... Do you think they would enjoy it, or, do you, or would you recommend something else for them? Uh, it depends on what they get. I, I would, I think they would enjoy it. it it's, a, it's okay. like I said, it's a departure from other Metal Gear games. You have a lot of freedom of movement and how you approach a mission. So, not being strictly mm -hmm. tied to oh, sneak through here, don't get seen. I think would it gotcha. open that okay. up to as much people as possible, right? So, fair enough. All right. Well, awesome. Thank you, ladies, gentlemen, everyone in between beyond so much for watching and or listening up to this point. Uh, this is going to be the halfway mark of what is turned into a uh, two-part episode, which is awesome. So please don't forget to comment, like, subscribe, the YouTube stuff. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast, again, subscribe there, check out the YouTube video. Same with the YouTube video if you're if you're watching there. Uh, we are on every major podcast platform if you want to check us out on the go. Uh, please don't forget to check out Voodoo All of his links will be in the description down below. Again, super amazing work. Check out the art table if you're... Maybe you want to see like uh, a hand-picked showcase, so to speak. Uh, but seriously, go on there, uh, hit him up, and get that communication started. With all that being said, let's talk about Ground Zeroes. Oh, baby. <laughs> so, um... Can you, can you give us just a brief descriptor of Ground Zeroes and how it may be different or maybe similar to Phantom Pain? So it's very similar gameplay-wise, obviously. Uh, it, it was kind of the uh, the tech demo or sneak preview, if you will, of Phantom Pain. But it also was plays into Pun intended the... or no? Oh, pun in fully intended, yes. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so it's, it's set actually nine years prior to Metal Gear Solid... Uh, to the Phantom Pain... And it actually follows Snake as you infiltrate a much smaller map this time, an American black site, similar to Guantanamo Bay, hmm. where you're trying to rescue comrades of yours from the previous game, Peace Walker. What's... okay. Um, how many achievements does this one have? Let's see. It, it Obviously, it wouldn't have as many. I think it has 15, actually. Okay. With no platinum for PlayStation players. Which is so weird to me. Straight, I know. They're most like, oh, they, they can't just have a platinum with 13 me or 15 measly trophies. They have to earn it with 40-something, right? So I see here on Steam it does say 16. I'm not sure if it's different from PlayStation, though, because it can vary by platform. Yeah, I think it, yeah, there, there may be some difference between the two, eh? Yeah, that makes sense. Right, I don't know if Steam includes, Sorry, like, Steam. A, oh, congrats, you got all achievements. Achievement, but... Um, it doesn't look like it, no. It's just like, hey, do certain things or collect all the things. Fascinating. Hmm. Okay. So, it's, it'll be a much shorter one, that's fine. Um, 
was this your first time playing or like like when you started going for all achievements or did you kind of play it put it down and then pick it up i bought it on sale for the pc and was astounded that it ran on my then six-year-old laptop and okay. i was like oh this is amazing fantastic and it wasn't until i think of like a few months after it when at the behest of my partner we got a playstation 4 i was like oh i can play this on the big screen now and enjoy some achievements mm -hmm. at the same time so that was when i got into getting all the achievements for it so have you have you returned to like uh to return to it since then or i i may have gone into just dick about from time to time but i mean this was goodness like nine years ago now right so i think yeah mm -hmm. i i may have like the fans of pain set the end of my time with it at all achievements and then sat waiting patiently for Metal Gear Solid the Phantom Pain, eh? So. How long did it take you on all to get all achievements? I do not know. Uh, what's the average on uh, on Steam there, mate? Let me have a quick Let's look. Let's have see. a shifty, yeah, because this I didn't look up, funnily enough, but I don't think it took quite as long. At least that I, I mean, 16 versus 43, I would hope I should not. hope not, yeah. Uh, it says between 15 to 20 hours. Okay, let's... You know what, for me, let's do 30 to 40. I, I imagine I was playing a lot of this for fun as well, too. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Okay, interesting. So, 340 between all of them, roughly. Probably, yeah, it looks like it. Oh my god. <laughs> that's value for money, baby. Wow, okay. Okay. So what do you think the hardest and easiest ones were for you? Well, let's go with easiest, then hardest. So easiest, uh, let's see. Because I think, similarly to the last one, there's a you get a trophy just for getting, I think it's about halfway through the titular mission in this okay. one. So I, I believe that would have been the easiest for me. Fair enough. Now, I... <laughs> funny enough, I have also played this one. Oh, excellent. Um, And I have... Again, somehow, only three achievements. <laughs> Some consistency. So I have uh, cleared the, quote, Ground Zeroes mission, uh, clear a side op or extra op, and reunite with Chico or Paz. Okay. That's that all I have. So the, the three most common I, ones. I brilliant. don't know how I only got three. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think... I think the remainder of the missions are actually uh, tied into extra objectives, so... I don't know how many of those you did, or how many other missions you did, so... Uh, well, according to my Steam achievements, none. Yeah, so... But I know there's, like, extra ops, and I think it's specific, uh, specific mission parameters you have to get, so it's not necessarily just doing those missions, it's doing a certain thing within those missions, right, so... Mm-hmm. Well, so the the most common one here on Steam is reunite with uh, Chico or Paz yep. at seventy five point three, complete the mission sixty four point three, immediately drops to clear a side op or extra op at thirty three point nine, and then drops again uh, to complete all X XOF unit patches at twelve point three. Fascinating. And, like, it's it's a a more it hangs around the twelve percent, but as but it gets lower. But yeah, there's a drop between seventy nine, sixty four, thirty three, twelve. Yep, yep. Because I think it so a lot, some of these achievements for this one especially are like a collectathon almost. Mm hmm. Okay. 
Interesting. It's so weird. It's such a disparity. Like I say, I think hardest for me, I believe, again, would be the, the S rank. Ones that, okay. and there's one way you there's a mission where you rescue Kojima himself. <laughs> I think, oh my god! I think just trying to S rank that was the hardest for me, I believe. Okay. Now, is that also just reliant on speed? Oh uh, no! This way, this one almost acted like a uh, a rail shooter. So you you took the same amount of time, and I think it might have just had something to do with what you destroyed and who you killed in the uh, <laughs> in the, the op. So okay. Fair enough. Interesting. So, I, and I'm okay. So I'm gonna ask you some more questions because again, I was totally out to out to launch on this. Who are Chico and Paz? Because I understand they're they're important characters for the story, uh, but I have no idea who they were. Oh, see, this is where I'm at a disadvantage as well because I didn't play Peace Walker a ton. I, I think I, I dipped after a short while because I, I don't know if I, if I was playing too many games at the time, but I, I didn't get very far into it. Mm -hmm. So okay. I, I believe. Chico, I think, is part of a resistance army in South America, to use a very okay. broad description. And, and Paz, I, I couldn't tell you. I, I know she's a... Uh, what's the word? I, I almost, like, when I think of her, I think of some pop idol. That's what I think of. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I, I get idol vibes when I think, when I think back to it, so. Huh. I, okay, then that's... But in the context I, of this I'm game, I'm not they, saying they you're are wrong. I genuinely yeah. don't know. It's just I'm so confused. Yeah. Okay. So what what do you think were the most and least fun for you? Starting with least. Well, let's have a look at this here. So the most fun was probably the trophy in which you have to go through all of the scenes in the Deja Vu X-Drop, and that's where you play as PS1-style Solid Snake on a snow-covered version of the map. Oh my god, okay. So you're, you're trying to recreate these scenes from the Metal Gear Solid for the PlayStation within the context of this game. Oh. And a as you recreate these scenes, it does this sort of like Bollywood Indian soap opera style, like flashing camera movement around you with these famous quotes and scenes. Okay, now is that like it, does that pixelate the environment too or is it just kind of your character it pull, um, with the addition of snow effects it pixelates you and the enemies so they, they're all of the, oh, okay. they're all the genome soldiers from Metal Gear Solid and you are Solid Snake himself with that old school model eh? okay but the environments themselves stay like the, the HD they stay HD stuff. yeah oh that's weird <laughs> it's something else I think you can get that costume in uh, Phantom Pain too Okay, interesting. Huh. Alright, fair enough. I, I have not explored the side ops as my achievements uh, kind of highlight there. Yeah, this one uh, definitely has the most fun to... factor there, so... Okay, I will try to acquire some footage for, uh, for the YouTube <laughs> Please do. So what was the least fun for you, though? Uh, least fun? I... Ooh, let's have a look-see here. Because I remember having a blast with the whole game, so... I don't know that I didn't enjoy any of my time with it, but it might have actually been the Unlock All Trials achievement. Okay, why is that? I mean, because it involves marking every enemy on the map, I, th I believe, and also for uh, every mission as well. Oh. Huh. Okay. 
and that that just takes a long time. It takes a long time, and you have to do it on easy or or so on. I should say on normal and hard mode. Oh, uh, I could be misremembering, but I believe it involves both. No, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. So, what is the the rarest one on the list? Uh, it's actually that one. <laughs> it's the. Uh, oh. <laughs> and again, people, I don't think wanted to invest that kind of activity in the game. So. Yeah, it sounds kind of teased. Sounds kind of just boring in general. Yep. I can see that. It, it appears to be that way for me. I mean, I could be missing. I could have had a blast playing it, but thinking, looking back mm -hmm. at it now, I think that would be my my least favorite to go through. Yeah, you're thinking, why would I? Why would I enjoy this? What possessed me to do this? <laughs> Who is this man? Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. It, do, it does sound like a bit of an outlier for you, to be fair. Yep. Yep. Okay. So what do you think was the most memorable achievement for you, and what kind of made it leave such impression? Oh, the most memorable, I think... And it's actually just tied to the the main mission in general, was obtaining that Ground Zeroes one, the downfall. Because okay. <laughs> the, the shit really goes down as you get that pop-up. Mm-hmm. If I... From what little I remember, that sounds about right. Yep. Yeah, it, things are going to hell for you, and you, uh... <laughs> <laughs> you ain't coming back uh, as the same man from it, so. Uh, I last played... Okay, technically it says last played today, just because I'm going to install it for some footage. I last unlocked an achievement, though, on December 3rd, 2020. So, a little, a few months short of three years ago. Oh, incredible, so a okay. Lot, a lot more recently than you did. Oh, yeah, big style, mate. Okay, okay. So, do you think there was... Uh... Or what? What achievement left the most, like the biggest impression on you? Um, you know what? I think going back to the reminiscence achievement, I, th I feel like that was okay. just because the. <laughs> I think at one point the mission devolves into like a quiz game. Oh. With, with featuring a, a laugh track and live audience. What? Kojima, why? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, I, I feel like I should just title this episode, Kojima, why? Please do. But I, I'm going to reserve that for Death Stranding, because that, I, I feel like I'm going to be more confused by that one. <laughs> well, that, that seems to have, as bizarre as that game is, it has less of this than it does, uh... <laughs> Wait, seriously? Yeah, it, 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 it has a more cohesive vision, I find. Oh my god. Well, as strange, it is, as strange as that one is, this one takes a dip out of the tone if you choose to go for these uh, other achievements, so. Fair enough, okay. Okay. Huh. Okay, so is there an achievement, like, that you would remove from the game? One that you think is not okay? Um, you know, no, I think all of these achievements, I, I think maybe just the Unlock All Trials one, because it does involve doing that sort of busy work tagging. I think I would... Remove that just for how not fun it is to try and do that. It, like, I could have enjoyed it at the time, but again, I, I think I would remove that one just for the sake of all those poor players. The the ninety five point you know seven one percent who didn't go for it. Mm -hmm. I'm doing it for them. Or if they did, they gave up on it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Okay. So, do you think uh, is there an official way of playing that should be? reward with an achievement? Uh, funnily enough, it actually uh, rewards you for the way I would do it. Which is okay. doing it without uh, getting any alerts and killing any enemies. Uh. Mm -hmm. 
So I, I don't. Very I think it's it's provided in terms of what I would like to see. Mm -hmm. well, that's fair. That's fair. Because again, okay. the, the map this so time is, is the... very small, and there are a ton of enemies that outgun you at every turn. So. Yeah, I I remember experiencing that my first time. Yep. Yep. Is there any way to kind of soft lock yourself out of any of these? Again, I, I never encountered that myself. I think motivation might be the only soft lock, quote unquote, to uh, <laughs> to getting yourself out of and these. That, so. that can keep you out of a lot. Of yep, yep, that's that's true for every game, really. So. Okay. Now, how many times do you need to play the game to get all achievements? Well, actually, this one, uh, because of that unlocked achievement, which I mentioned, uh, you do have to play the mm -hmm. game once in normal mode and again in hard mode as part of that all achievement. So you could be playing it a few times. Again, it's it's mission-based, so you can go back in and dip in and out, but really, like, uh, to, to, to make an official count, yeah, twice, I would say. Okay. Okay. Um, how, uh, sorry. Does the game feel rewarding to get all achievements? Like, in the process of doing it, do you get... Do you feel like I've accomplished something? I would say so. It certainly scratches that itch of stealth for me. This one, more so than the Phantom Pain, rewarded that aspect for me, so... Okay. I felt so, and again, that Reminiscence uh, side-op was was the icing on the cake for me. Hmm. I'd say it, it so felt great to game... be able to get in, and in some cases extract prisoners, and to get out of there without anyone really knowing where I'd been, right? So. Mm-hmm. Okay. So does the game give you any sort of like in-game rewards for this stuff, or is it just kind of that sense of satisfaction? Just the sense right? of satisfaction. Again, this one was more of a demo, so there's no real game-breaking game permanent thing to unlock. I mean, it's, it's possible. Mm -hmm. I know in a couple of missions you can become Raiden or Grey Fox, I want to say. I might be misremembering you, but I know you can certainly play as Raiden in this one for one mission. Wait, like the like the Metal Gear Solid Revengeance ride, exactly. or like the traditional ride? It's a, it's a, oh my god. The Metal Gear Solid Revengeance ride, and you're playing as a homage to the game Snatcher, which I don't know if you've ever played, but that's a, another Kojima sort of visual novel game for the Sega CD and uh, PC Engine there. Oh, I have not. It's cracking. You're essentially playing as Raiden, sent back in time to eliminate an alien threat in the form of these Snatcher uh, replicants who have t taken over the bodies okay. of the people on this base, so... Huh. Okay, that's that's definitely Kojima-esque. That is, yeah, and, I, and you might get to unlock that to play as him during the main, like, the main mission, but I could be wrong. I could be way off base there. Mm-hmm. So does it feel like Kojima cared about these achievements, or just kind of the same as, as uh, Grand, uh, Phantom Pain? Um... I think the, these ones don't quite feel as tacked on. Not that the other ones were tacked on, but they, they don't feel like you get them as organically as you would in the Phantom Pain. So that there's, it encourages you in, to explore a bit, to go out of your way to get these achievements. So I, I think they they thought about the placement of them this time. I think. Okay. Okay, that's good. Um, do they require you to, again, 100% this game? It sounds like they do. I, and again, yeah, I believe for all achievements, yes, you you will end up 100% in this game. Hmm. Whether you like it or not, it's like... Oh. There's just a lot less to do in general? Yeah, in general, yeah. Okay. So, um, do they, do you think these ones feel unique in comparison to Grounds to Phantom Pain or not? Um... Only in the way that they're they're more specifically targeted. Of course, in the Phantom Pain, there's a lot to do, so they couldn't quite fit things in where you have to do a certain thing in a mission. 
So they feel unique mm-hmm. in the fact that, yeah, you're being told this time to specifically do these objectives in a certain mission. Okay. Not just the mission okay. itself. Because again, there's this one yeah. had a little less of that freedom aspect to it. But in some ways had a bit more freedom in terms of what they could do with the achievements. I think so, yeah. They, they, they had to have a little bit more fun with uh, some of these extra ops too, so... Okay. Now, did you use any guides when you were doing this, or did you just, again, go at, uh, oh, no, I think free and solo? Again, Gosunub, I think, was my go-to for this one. I, I had to use a couple of guides, because there's some where I'm like, oh, crap, is this the optimal route for this S rank, for example? Or for mm-hmm. the, the achievement where you have to uh, escape the base with some intel on the back of a truck, for example. You can walk out of the base, but if you do it on the truck, that nets you an achievement, right? So. Okay. So... Has this changed where you look at the game? Like, do you regret doing this? Oh, no, I had an absolute blast doing these. Eh? Okay, so what... I'm curious, just on a personal what kind of made you... What encouraged you... Uh, what made you say, I'm going to get all achievements for this one in particular? I think I just didn't want to finish playing it. Okay. And again, if, okay. if there's something I can do to... get a, a quote-unquote 100% or to cement me having played it to death... In the form of achievements, mm-hmm. I will do that, just to tear myself away. Okay, makes sense. Makes sense. So, final question. Would you recommend other people play this and, you know, go for all achievements? or And is there a type of player that may kind of bounce off or may enjoy it? You know, I think I would recommend it, especially if you err on the more stealthy side of things. There's a lot more reward for that in this, uh, this Wii demo than there is in the okay. other one, so... Mm-hmm. And you get to do some very crazy fun. things in that journey, so. That's fair. It's also a lot less demanding in terms of time. Big, oh, absolutely, yeah. Because I could do 20 hours in, like, a couple weeks. I could not do 300 hours in a couple <laughs> yeah. weeks. No, you've got to be committed. you got to, uh... <laughs> you got to be on the Kojima train, man. you got to be on the Ruse Cruise full-time for that. Yeah, that's, uh... That's not no thanks for me, dog. <laughs> Okay, well, that will uh, wrap up our second attempt, and actually much longer attempt at uh, at this podcast. Hopefully this one goes through. I, fingers crossed. Of security measures have been put in place. <laughs> uh, that being said, thank you, ladies, gentlemen, everyone in between and beyond, so much for watching and or listening. One more time, if you're on YouTube, please give us a like, comment, subscribe. Uh, help boost us in the algorithm. Uh, if you're on the podcast, again, subscribe. Check out the other uh, the channel or the podcast, whichever you prefer. Thank you, David, so much again for being here. My pleasure. Anyone in the comments, feel free to uh, correct me if I was wrong during this episode. Again, my my memory is very phasey, so... Uh, yeah, again, correct me. Uh, I'm going to leave the, the <laughs> Sega comment. Throw in all the Capcom, Konami, Sega hate, like, just everything. Just pile Please on. do. Please um, do. <laughs> one more time, you can check out all of David link, David's social media and commission page links in the description down below. Uh, or just Google Voodoo Thur. You'll find him on most social media platforms. He does fantastic work. Again, any commissions you have done are between you and him. I'm in no way involved. So I'll leave that up to your discretion. He's so sweet. With that all being said. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Again, everyone for being here. Make sure to check us out on the 14th for an art table. 24th for the podcast. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Ta-ra.